I'm Kellen. It rhymes with melon, and you're listening to the Kellen It Podcast. to the podcast. I want to start off by saying I am so sorry for the inconsistencies. I should have posted this episode last week, but honestly, I just did not have time to get around to it, and it just fit better into my schedule for this weekend, so here we are. This episode is probably going to be a pretty short one and mostly just a life update since I didn't really have a lot of time to prepare for this one, even though I know it's been three weeks. (laughs) I honestly feel like such a letdown, to be honest, but I do want to keep this podcast fun for me, and I don't want to make it feel like a chore just because then I know the content won't be good. So this one's going to be short, but I promise there is good content ahead. There are a lot of fun topics that I want to get into that I have not even touched on yet, but I want to make sure I take the time to research and prep for those so that they're a lot more valuable than me just rushing into it just to post something. Also, I am considering trying out having guests on here but I think I would need them to be in person. So in New York City, just so Jake can help with like setting up the mics and the audio. I'm, I don't know how I could do it on Zoom virtually. I know people do that, but I just feel like the quality of the audio gets a little ruined. So I don't know. I think they have to be in person. So if you or anyone that you know wants to be on a podcast and just chat for a bit or maybe do an interview or something like that, let me know. Okay, so let's get into a life update. Um, Okay, so the weekend I was supposed to record this podcast, which was last weekend, I kind of took a mini break from social media and content creation in general, which explains why the podcast never happened. I really don't take breaks often, but on weekends, it's like at least once a month. I need just a weekend to have fun and just to myself without having to worry about working and creating content and things like that. Also, that was the weekend before St. Patty's. So I decided to take that weekend to just have fun and celebrate. And it's also been a year since quarantine began. So I really just wanted a weekend to let loose and not focus so much on working and making money for once. So I went to a rooftop bar with some friends and that was so fun because that's something I have not done in months. Um, And then I went to a bottomless brunch the next day. And then while we were tipsy, we just kind of explored the city, which was really fun. And honestly, that weekend felt semi-normal for once, dare I say, besides everyone wearing masks, of course, and restaurants not being crowded. But I will say I did not miss the hangovers that come with drinking because I have not been drinking a lot this past year. It's been really good for me, but now when I go in social situations, I'm like, oh my gosh, like it takes two drinks and then I'm like super buzzed and I'm good to go. So I guess it's kind of nice. It'll save me money, (laughs) but no, like the weather in New York City has finally been turning for the better 
And it just makes me so happy. Like you don't realize you have seasonal depression until it starts getting warm out. And then you're just like, whoa, my mood has improved dramatically. And I think the weather and the sun had everything to do with that. I feel like I've been a hermit the last couple of months just because it's been too cold to go outside and it would get dark by the time I would finish up with work during the week. And New York City only offered outdoor dining at the time. And there wasn't that many places that were truly warm outdoor dining. A lot of places said they had heaters, but honestly, you still couldn't feel your fingers and toes by the end of your meal, which just was not enjoyable. But now that the weather is nicer, I am more inclined to go out and do things. Also, indoor dining is starting to open up more and more. And I don't know, I'm not an expert here, but it sounds like the city is on track to be opening starting in June and July. My office says we're going back in July. We'll see if that still happens. But I think by July, most people will have had the option to get vaccinated here in the city. And I think they're getting rid of like travel restrictions soon. Like you don't have to quarantine if you come to New York City. I think they're trying to get more tourists coming back and kind of opening things up. So we will see. I'm sure there's still going to be restrictions of some sort. And probably we still have to wear masks. I hope people wear masks like on the subway if they're sick. Just I feel like in the future in general, people will be wearing masks more often, which I'm here for because I think back on the times pre-COVID, you'd be on the subway just like full of people packed in like sardines and someone would sneeze or cough or something and you just knew like germs are floating around in that car and you were probably going to get sick soon and then you did get sick. So I hope that we can make it normalized, at least in the city, if you're sick and you're going into work or taking the subway or something in a confined space that you just wear the mask for like that 5, 10, 20 minute trip, whatever, just to like not spread your germs. I think that would be amazing. (laughs) But no, I'm excited for this summer and I hope it's a little bit more fun and relaxed than I felt like I was last summer. I don't know. It's just crazy to me that it's been over a year of doing this. Like I will say I love working from home. I love wearing pajamas, (laughs) but I also kind of miss having a purpose, I feel like, and being out and about in the city because When I'm working from home, I'm usually just glued to my computer all day until like 6 p.m. or so. Whereas when I was in the office, I would, you know, commute to work, to and from. I would take a true lunch break and step away and walk outside. Most days, some days were busy, but most days I would try to take a true lunch break for like an hour and just go walk around the city, get coffee, go shopping, all of that. And also being an assistant buyer, we would be in showrooms a lot. So we'd be traveling around the city during the day. Whereas now all of the showrooms are just virtual vendor meetings on Microsoft Teams, which is similar to Zoom. But basically what I'm saying is I miss just being out and about in the city. So that's a little bit of a life update. I still have more to say though, (laughs) but switching over to a more somber note, rewinding like two weeks ago. It was actually a two-year anniversary since a really good friend of mine passed away, and I'm only bringing that up on here because I feel like I'm really close to my podcast listeners, and I can open up to you guys about a lot of things that I wouldn't really talk about on Instagram or anything like that, Um, but I just want anyone out there who's grieving a loss to know that you're not alone, and it's hard. I mean, that morning, I woke up really early. 
the sun wasn't even like up yet. And I just put on a hoodie and sunglasses and I went outside on our balcony and we have like a little couch thing set up out there. And I just sat on it and I just cried for like 30 minutes and I watched the sunrise over the city and I just kind of like listened to the noises and watched cars come in and out and people walking around and the sun coming up and I don't know, just like kind of reflected on life and things. And yeah, I mean, I just gave myself time to feel those feelings. And I'm just talking about it because that's how I cope with it. And I think talking about it is good and it could help someone else out there feel less alone. And I feel like grief is just so weird and it comes at such random times. I mean, it's usually like on the anniversary date. So like last year, it wasn't even the anniversary date last year. It was like a random night leading up to it. And I was out at bars with my girlfriends. This was pre-COVID, of course. And we were getting close to like the one year mark. And I don't know why, but we were like dancing in a bar. And I just thought about it for a second. And then I just broke down crying inside the bar. And no one had like mentioned anything, like nothing really triggered it. So I just like left the bar and Ubered myself home. But I think how you process it is different for everyone but it's hard nonetheless, especially when you lose a friend who is so young and had so much life left to live and experience. It's just weird, especially like someone who was the same age as you and knowing like that could have really been anyone, it could have been you. So I wouldn't wish that pain on anyone. And if you ever need someone to talk to about things, I am here for you. But now we're gonna bring the spirit back up. (laughs) So. This past weekend has been very productive for me. So I got my hair done, which I got my hair done like two months ago, but it's been growing like very fast. I don't know why. I mean, I'm not going to complain, but like it's also kind of annoying when you color your hair because then you have to get it done more often. (laughs) Um, So I did that. That took a couple hours. And then I went on a date night with Jake. We went to the Upper East Side and went to this Italian restaurant. And then we walked around Bloomingdale's and kind of window shopped. And it was just nice to be back in our old neighborhood. I kind of do miss the Upper East Side area, but I do love our current apartment, so I wouldn't switch, but who knows? Maybe one day we'll end up back there. (laughs) Um, And then today, which is Sunday when I'm recording this, uh, I was super productive. I filmed, I think like 12 TikToks (laughs) and I submitted brand content and I went on a walk with Jake this morning to get coffee and we just walked on the High Line, which was really cool. It's really cool to like explore this new part of the city. When we were in the Upper East Side, I feel like I knew that area very well, but I don't really know this area very well, like Hudson Yards and Chelsea. So it was nice to like get on the High Line and just walk around and kind of see what's out there. And now that it's warm out, I'm like, oh, cool. Like we can walk here and do date nights here and find restaurants in this area. So excited for that. And then now I am recording this podcast. It's 9 p.m. on Sunday. Here we are, not last minute or anything. Um, But I am also starting to plan and pack for next weekend because I'm going on a trip. Yes, (laughs) I am actually leaving New York City, which is wild. (laughs) Literally the only time I've left the city or the state in the past year was September for a friend's wedding because I was a bridesmaid and we flew back to Indiana for that. But that was just like a weekend trip. Um, So this next weekend, Jake and I are traveling to Texas because I'm a bridesmaid again, but this time for another friend. But both of my friends that got married this past year were college roommates of mine, and I'm close to them, and I would not miss their weddings for the world. 
And trust me, like I'm a super anxious person about COVID, I feel like, especially when it comes to like traveling and seeing people and just seeing people who I know have been around other people and have been traveling and stuff. I just get anxious about it. And I did miss both bachelorette parties for these weddings. Well, the first one got canceled, so I didn't really miss it. But the second one was not canceled, so I did truly miss that one just because I was anxious about traveling again and going to bars and things like that. I just didn't feel like I was ready for that. Um, Jake and I have honestly been very cautious this past year compared to a lot of people. And I think that has to do with the fact that we stayed in New York City this entire time. Like we were here when things first shut down and we've stayed ever since. We never like left for a couple months to be with family or anything. We didn't really have that as an option since we both were working the entire time through this pandemic and we needed Wi-Fi to do that. And neither of our parents' houses have very reliable Wi-Fi because they live in like countries or they live in they live in the United States in Illinois and Indiana, but they live in like a country rural area where the Wi-Fi is really not that great. So we had to stay in the city basically. And also we just were nervous about traveling and being with our parents um, just because they are older and we didn't really know how the virus would impact them. And we did not want to be guilty if anything happened. So yeah, I feel like compared to my friends who don't live in New York City, I'm a lot more cautious than them. But I think that's just because New York City was very bad at the beginning of all of this. And it was scary. Like I would be out on morning runs in the Upper East Side and I would pass hospitals where they had the big freezer trucks outside because the morgues were full. And it was just very morbid knowing that there were bodies in those freezers that I was walking by. And I would watch the news every single day. And I just became very fearful because of all of that. And I've definitely stopped watching the news a lot. I don't really watch it at all anymore because I just know it's not that great for me to obsess over this. But I do think a lot of people who stayed in the city this entire year can relate to what I'm feeling just because I know like other parts of the country have stayed a lot more open than what we have. And they also didn't have as many cases, especially at the beginning. It was just like awful here. So basically, (laughs) this long drawn out point, what I'm trying to get at is that I'm still anxious about the virus and I'll continue to be anxious and cautious towards it until I receive both vaccines. I'm not really sure when that will be. Um, New York City still has, I think it's like if you're over 60, you can get it now or if you have like special circumstances. Um, Since I'm working from home, I'm not really a priority for them to vaccinate yet. So one of these days, probably in April or May, I think I'll be able to get it and I'll definitely be getting it. Um, But you do you. I'm not saying you have to get it. But I do know I cannot keep living in fear. And I think I've slowly started coming out of that more negative and anxious mindset because I have been doing more things with people in the city, especially like the last few weeks as it's gotten warmer out. And I'm just excited for this trip because I'll be able to see a lot of good friends from college that I have not seen since graduation weekend, which is almost three years ago. Oh, my God. I feel so old saying that. It's crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just really excited for a trip and having something to like pick outfits for and like get excited for. And it's in Texas, which it's warmer there than it is in New York City. So like, I'm excited for that. So I'll definitely be spending a lot of my free time in the next couple of days p- packing for that trip. So 
I also won't be very present on social media this week or weekend again. But yeah, that's pretty much all my life updates. I think I have to say that brings us to today and also why I missed the podcast last week, which I'm still sorry about. But okay, we're going to get into the quote of the week now. And this one's short. It is protect your energy. And I'm not sure if that's honestly a real quote by somebody, but (laughs) it's just a quote that I've been reminding myself of a lot the past few months. I think I saw it on social media originally, and I've just heard people talk about this idea, and it just really like resonates with me. And there's like two ways I kind of interpret this quote. So the first one, when I hear protect your energy, is I kind of think about like my emotions and my feelings because... I am an empath and I really, really struggle with separating my feelings from situations, even if they don't involve me necessarily. So like if someone tells me something bad that happened to them, I feel like it happened to me for some reason and I just can't stop thinking about it and I just feel awful. Or if I see something bad on the news, I just cannot let go of it and separate myself from it. And then I'll be like mad or sad about it for a few days afterwards. And I recognize that I do this, so that's good. And I know that it's something I need to stop doing, but I don't know. I know that there's only so much that I'm in control of and I cannot let myself get overwhelmed with emotions that I shouldn't be feeling. Like I'm not responsible to feel those ways. So I'm just throwing that out there. If you're also an empath, I think it's good to be an empath in a way because it makes you a kind human and people feel like they can open up to you, but you also have to learn to protect your energy and leave certain feelings at the door and do not take them home with you, if that makes sense. And the second way I interpret the quote, protect your energy, is to cut out toxic people and things. If you've ever been around someone who just drains your energy, then you know what I'm talking about. And I think it's crucial that you distance yourself from people who only bring you down. So like, think about it. So let's say like you're in a great mood. You're all happy. Everything's going great. And then you have plans with a friend and you sit down and you're talking and all they're talking about is like complaining about random things, complaining about their job or their life or their relationship. And they gossip and they just say bad things about others. And that's like the entire conversation. Your mood is probably going to drop. Whereas if you surround yourself with people who are kind and they talk highly of others and they inspire you and you just like vibe, you have higher vibrations, um, you'll probably leave that conversation feeling lighter and happier. So just be cautious of who you're surrounding yourself with. I think they say like you are who you surround yourself with. So just kind of, I forget what the phrase is, sit back and kind of take inventory on your friend group or your family, whoever you like spend the most time with and just think like, do these people inspire me? Do they lift me up? Like kind of think of how you feel when you're around these people. And if it's all good things, then that's great. You have a great support group. If it's all negative things, then you probably should try distancing yourself for a little bit and see if it makes a difference. And if you notice that when you're not with those people that you feel happier and brighter, then maybe you need to continue distancing yourself and you don't have to be like mean about it and like send them a goodbye text or ghost them or anything like that. Just prioritize your time elsewhere and see if that improves your life, honestly. So yes, overall, what I'm saying is to protect 
your energy. <laughs> but that's really all today's episode is going to be. I know that's pretty quick compared to past episodes, but I really want to take the time to research and prep, like I said earlier, for these upcoming topics to make sure I really cover all my bases. And I think that will be more valuable to you. So that's really all I wanted this episode to be this week was just kind of speaking what's been on my heart and sharing a quick life update and all of that. I hope that you've been doing well. Reach out to me on Instagram. Let's catch up. But yeah, that's pretty much it. So I guess I'll talk to you in April. Oh my gosh, that sounds crazy. Every time I do this, I know it's like a bi-weekly podcast, so time just flies, I feel like. Every time I do a podcast, I'm like, oh, it's a new month. But yeah, I guess I'll talk to you in April. <laughs> Have an amazing week. Bye.